Footy Ado, the Delusional Soccer Podcast. Footy Ado, a soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. doing that thing where i've hit the record button what do they call that in the in the uh you know industry of hitting the record button on the audio um in the in the film industry what they say is uh sound rolling and the guy to confirm that it's rolling would say sound speed and what did katie say instead on your on your uh short film doggo um, shout out to Sal for letting you down at the last minute so that Katie needed to be um, in charge what of was, sound. What was he doing that day? Was he, like, drinking on a boat? Literally, he was, like, fucking off. Um, yeah, was, like, drinking on a boat or something. Speaking of Sal, <laughs> uh, this is uh, an Oto 8 production. <laughs> this is, uh, here we are. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, just recorded an episode of Cue the Banter last night. So, uh, I'm in... Should be, should be out today. I'm, I'm basically in Nick mode. It should be out today, shouldn't it? <laughs> should have been out today. Um, yeah, but, but Nick's at work, so, uh, yeah. good luck. Ilto 8's off to a good start. Ilto 8, uh, yes, Footy Do is an Ilto 8 production. Um, so, you will be able to see a couple of, uh, different podcasts joining, joining together. It's really a mm-hmm. team. Brothers, yeah. brothers with sister podcasts, is uh, our unofficial thing that I've said on this podcast right now. Yeah, um, I always say it. And Nick's like you, brothers. Yeah, yeah, but like sister, sisters. Sister podcasts. Yeah, sister. You know, not brothers. Brothers who make sister podcasts. That could have gotten weird. Let's talk about soccer. <laughs> um, so in the past few weeks, we've been talking about the Bundesliga. Right, big Bundesliga podcast. And we're really not obligated to do that as much anymore because uh, the Premier League is a coming on back. Yeah. Finally. It will return on June the 17th uh, with a matchup that I am scared for. This is going to be the first... Premier League match I watch in months, and it's Arsenal away to Man City on June the 17th. Um, There are uh, four clubs that have a game in hand um, after the stoppage, so those games in hand will be played first and foremost. So it's Arsenal City, and then I believe Sheffield Sheffield and Villa. Okay, so here's the thing. I wonder if they decided... Like, hey, let's play these, and if anything happens where we have to sort of cancel everything, then points per the game. Games in hand. Yep. Yeah. Games in hand, and then we can just call it. Yeah. Points per game is then still not entirely, um, you know, good on right. uh, as far as sporting merit goes for the teams at the bottom of the table. Yeah. Um, but do we have that algorithm? Could we figure that out right now? We have to. Uh, we don't. I mean, we don't have to do it right now. I'd like to figure it out and just see what so that would be. You really only um, have to see it for a couple of different, uh, a couple of different teams. Just given the fact that, um, like, 
Like, is it City, City's yeah. position doesn't change. Yeah. Um, Sheffield's position would change. They would at least go from 7th to 6th ahead of Wolves. I don't know if they go ahead of Man United in 5th. Um, okay. Then, and this is, this is not even counting the game that they're about to play. Yeah. Right? Not counting it, yeah. Not counting it, so. So then... Then uh, with Villa, I don't know if they would go ahead of Bournemouth or Watford. I don't know what the situation situation would be there, but um, Arsenal would fantastically hop over uh, hop over Spurs in the table if if they went on points per game before these games in hand were played. Now, if the games in hand are played, it saying oh we're just gonna go by points per game and these two matches get played, then it's just whatever the table is, the table is. So, yeah, it, I'm, look, I think I, for you, I know you're nervous, but like, um, uh, that's Maisie making noise over there. Yeah, what? She's scratching her neck and it's shaking her collar so fucking hard. Nice. Um, well, what I was going to say, like, you should be nervous for that game regardless. Oh, yeah, terrified. Um, and if, like, the season hadn't stopped at any point, you know, you would have been very nervous going to that game. I think maybe now is just a time where you can hope that maybe you get something from it because everyone's refreshed. I know City's refreshed also, but it's kind of like that start-of-the-season type game where everyone's up for it and excited. So maybe that can, can give Arsenal a, a boost, and it might actually be less nerve-wracking for you than it would have been had nothing uh, changed. Yeah, um, it will be less nerve-wracking in that sense because, you know, I'll be excited about... Um, I'm excited about football returning, obviously, um, with, with drawbacks that we'll get into, but I am excited about it returning, and um, Man City away is not a match that I thought that Arsenal would really have a big chance in, but given we don't know um, the player's fitness, we don't know um, even what sort of tactical mindset Mikel Arteta will have going against a club that he was an assistant coach with uh, this season. Um, but as we've seen in the Bundesliga, that home field advantage is, is not big right now because of the empty stadiums mm-hmm. um insert empty head joke right there um but but <laughs> notes you got the notes yeah good, good, good. um and and yeah so that's it it, it really could go either way and i'm saying that like hey could it really go either way have you seen this Arsenal team? Um, so no, you know, there's a pandemic. Literally, a, literally a pandemic. Rush. But remember, Arsenal were playing well, um, mostly, right before the pandemic uh, brought a stoppage to football. So we'll see um, how things how things turn out. I think it's uh, a couple things worth noting for from an Arsenal point of view is that you know players that. You know, Kieran Tierney was expected to miss a lot of time. He's back in full training now because of the pandemic, so he didn't actually miss as many games as expected. 
Um, not really for this season, but next season, Callum Chambers is in the same situation where he would have definitely missed the start of next season um, had this not all happened. But if the start of next season is pushed back to October, he may he may uh, find himself you know ready ready for that season. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how many players around the league. Obviously, my my knowledge of Arsenal in that aspect is much better than. Um, than some of the other clubs in the league, but, uh, but yeah, that's, 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 a, that's, that's an interesting factor. Yeah, that's one of the more exciting uh, facts of it, of everything going on is like, think, like a silver lining to everything. It's like, oh, you get some of your players who you weren't expecting to relieve and have a big impact on the season. Now they can come in and... Yeah. Like, and, and Harry Kane was injured, so Spurs will have him. Harry Kane, um, yeah, like for Chelsea, Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been out all year. Because of gets, the the pre Europa League friendly in New England, I still cannot believe that that happened. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, so he gets to come come back and make make an impact on the squad. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of cool different storylines, but let's talk a little bit about um, stuff as a whole. You know, thinking um, what's going to go on with. With, with empty stadiums, how how big of a of of an advantage or disadvantage will it be for for teams? Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, we're in a play state here. Is that yeah, we're all in. We all, we got background noise. By the time we're done uh, this podcast, your curfew will probably be in effect. I saw is that it, in yeah. Santa Monica. It's at one p.m. Today's uh, at one p.m. Yeah, and Lil Nas X tweeted tweeted. Yo, people ain't even, ain't even up before one one p.m. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a completely completely ridiculous. They they're closing everything down a lot sooner just to stop protests than um, they did they for a pandemic. Yes. Um. Just just. <sighs> sorry. So so back to uh, it. Yeah, what yeah. what what kind of advantage um do you think it will give to away teams? Do you think any? Do you think we're going to see something so. similar, I mean, I, I like with the Bundesliga? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll help them. I don't know if it'll necessarily give them an advantage because you're still not playing in a stadium that you're more comfortable in. Um, it'll just take away the disadvantage, um, and you know, like we'll see teams who you know with better quality are going to are going to do better um, on the road. They're not they're going to be less affected by by you know some atmospheres and. And stuff like that, and it's. I think it's more down to the, the home teams losing an edge because sometimes even when home teams, even when the quality is pretty equal, but a home team isn't playing that well, they you know the the team the uh, the fans getting behind them kind of gives them a little boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it won't be away teams really change won't change much for away teams, and that's probably why the Bundesliga has had that trend. It's just. The, it's the it's the home teams who are going into something that they're not necessarily familiar with in their own stadium. Fair enough. Um, so I want to look at the uh, the fixture list for you know the actual first weekend um, of full return because there's a couple different things to discuss in there. But um, as football returns, we get two two big big matches in a Merseyside derby between Everton and Liverpool. Um, but also Tottenham and Manchester United um, in in London at the at the new Spurs Stadium. So um, 
we're, name we're really it. hopping right back into it. They should have. They could name it during the. They've pandemic. had all this fucking time to name the goddamn stadium. They're like, wait, let's wait a second. Some of these businesses might not be uh, businesses by the time we come back. Yeah, yeah. I think Nike might go under. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I'm excited that we have a a big six matchup. I remember it was a big talking point at the beginning of the season where there were like only like seven match weeks or something like that. I forget. It was ridiculous. Some um that that didn't have a big six matchup. And, of course, we uh, have had to take quite a break from that. But Tottenham and United is, is a, a great way to, to bring football back the first full weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we should, we, should stay, we should say, you know, how we still feel about it. Like, it probably um, shouldn't come back. <laughs> you know, but, of course, as we said, we're, we're going to be excited for when it does, even if we do think it. Even if there are uh, logical and moral drawbacks. Um, so the Everton-Liverpool match is interesting because the UK police are um, trying to convince the Premier League to play these matches. Uh, so there's, I believe, six matches um, that they want to be played at neutral venues. They don't want the Merseyside Derby to be played um, in Liverpool, they don't want, um, I, I would assume if they don't want that, then they don't want, um, the North London Derby that's going to take place a few weeks after the start. Um, and probably a Manchester Derby if there is one left. Are they, what is it now? What's the reasoning behind that? Is that like to prevent large gatherings in that yeah. area? Like, yeah, in, just in, okay. Large gatherings because, you know, two teams, I, yeah, two, I mean, two teams where, you know, in, an aerial shot doesn't have to be that high up for you to see Goodison Park and Anfield in the same picture. They're very, very close. Um, so it's just they they are trying to prevent the gatherings. Now, I don't know if this is one of those things where it's really like a something they're worried about that they shouldn't be because um, we haven't seen any mass gatherings in, in Germany whatsoever. Right. So, uh, although I'm not really all that against them taking the precaution, um, I just don't know if it's something that they're like, well, this is definitely going to happen, so we have to do it. I think they're kind of just, you know, there's no reason to take a risk on it. Um, yeah, but I was like, I, I was losing my mind when I was, um, like, some of the updates, it was like, Liverpool are going to push hard to, like, get that game in Anfield. Like, they don't want to lift it anywhere they don't want the trophy anywhere else i'm like i'm like you're finally getting your season back where you can actually win the title and you're like now trying to get more like just yeah. just come back and play in a neutral venue like yeah. you want the title or not you well, that's get the, it or you don't get it i think they just, need two what two two wins so they they also said that you know um any match where liverpool could become champions they want played at a neutral venue so um they wouldn't be able to win against Everton at, at Goodison Park, but the next match that they have, they would be able to win the title. So, um, right. just, just play like, oh, like because it was like in the vein of like, oh, we're not gonna play if we can't do it there. Yeah, was like the attitude okay. that they kind of had. Cool. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, Man City, <laughs> three P. Yes. You want you want the like, title? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, come on. Like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. You absolutely deserve to have it at your own stadium. Yeah. No one wants it to not happen. 
just just play the games. Hold a hold a ceremony. Like you year. saw, like hold the in, ceremony match week fourteen of the next season in you know, Austria. Like, they just did a trophy celebration with Jesse Jesse Mars and uh, Red Bull Salzburg had to do a socially distanced trophy the, lift trophy in an empty fucking stadium. It's what we have to do right now. You're getting yeah. football back. You're going to get your Premier League title. This is for the good of the fucking world, guys. <laughs> like just, just, just take it. Just do it. Do it, or we're putting an asterisk next to it. Just do it. I can say that now because remember Nike a couple minutes down, ago, down. yeah, yeah. Nike, <laughs> Nike went under. <laughs> um, so that's the official slogan of what do you do? Yeah. Uh, um, a sister podcast by brothers. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Want to go to an ad break? <laughs> I, yeah, let's let's uh, head on to an ad break and we'll we'll come back and, and discuss some, some more after this. <laughs> Enjoying Footy You Do? If you're a fan of Zach and Jared's, you're gonna love another Iltoe production, Banana Land. Each week we'll talk about socially dystopian topics that are sure to get you talking. Topics like the Mandela Effect, what your tombstone will say, or even the origins of mankind. There's something for everyone. Sounds interesting, right? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and stream wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, well, welcome back. That was uh, that was an ad break, as you as you clearly heard, Jared. What was that an ad for? I I, I didn't know we were going so hard and like selling paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you got you, there, you need a way to get paper towels when you're in a <laughs> pandemic police state. Yeah. So. Uh, um. What ad was that? Do you know which ad we're putting in yet, or just... oh, in, in real life? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was Banana Land. Oh, Banana Land. Okay. No, I didn't know they were selling paper towels. No, yeah. Banana Land, a podcast slash paper towel uh, seller on Amazon. Mm. Really? Amazon. Don't plug Amazon. Come on. Amazon. This is not a plug for Amazon. (laughs) Look at how many people listen to us. (laughs) If if one of them doesn't have an Amazon Prime account, I'd be shocked. Yeah, that's fair. You have an Amazon Prime account, dog. You didn't even want to fucking pay for Spotify Premium when it was 99 cents for three months. (laughs) <laughs> that was unprincipled. That doesn't make it any better. No, so uh, we were discussing uh, some of the neutral venue um, ideas and how Liverpool sound like a bunch of uh, greedy, entitled assholes, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, cool, 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 cool. Um, big thing, a um, Sky what? Sports report. Uh, ooh, sound like you had something to say. I, well, that was, that I, was, no, 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 no. As long as you're, you go, as you long go. as you're not getting off venues, I still want to talk about venues. Let's talk about venues. Well, so we've like one of the things we talked about in the Bundesliga. They in the what was it the the Dortmund game? They played crowd noise. Yes. Um, you know, some other places have like screens where people can zoom in and watch, which was kind of cool. Some clubs um, are doing it cooler, yeah, a little bit better than others. You know, there's cardboard cutouts that are being used. Yeah, in I some saw stadiums. that. That's that's weird. Uh, weird. That's, but that's like, but I guess as a player, it's like, man, I feel like I'm playing FIFA '99. Yeah. Well, um, so the big thing about the crowd noise is that it is only for the television broadcasts. The players okay. aren't hearing that. Okay. Um, now, yeah, do they do they co- like calibrate that in any sort of way? Like, there's a there's they, a there's a audio engineer who mixes that for right the, so for like the if full someone scores you play like the 
Oh, this is they scored vibes. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching. I forget which game it was last weekend where you know uh, someone goes in for a tackle and the ref, you know, doesn't call for a foul and it was a the the home team wanted a foul. You'll hear hear the whistles on the uh, on the broadcast. So it's there. There's very specific gonna, things that cool. they go. I in like for. that because because you what you had said you weren't sure you were gonna like it. I wasn't and, when they first brought it up. I was like, I really don't think that this is a good idea. And then I watched it and I was like. It kind of restores a bit of normalcy to it. I can understand why people are still against it, um, but yeah, and I kind of like how it feels. I, I like how it sounds. I um, like the dimension that it adds to the broadcast um, because I have done soccer broadcasts where we did not have the means to do crowd noise, and then once yeah. we um, had the means to do it, um, it made things one million times better. Yeah, yeah, and I think, like, like I, if I have to ask myself, even if it's for, like, a split-second thought crosses my mind of, are there actually fans there? Because, like, you're watching it, and you don't see the crowd, and you hear the noise, it's like, I hear a crowd noise. And, like, even that's, like, for a split second, then you realize, obviously not, that would be ridiculous at this yeah. point. But it's, like, my it, it came into my head for, like, a split second, which shows me that it's working. Yeah. Um, um, but, I, I, yeah, be I, I like the way it's different. Done. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what different venues uh, sort of bring in the Premier League, or if it'll all be universal for for everyone, if there's certain guidelines that they have to follow, or if they'll be free to just kind of do their own do their own thing. I like the the the, the Zoom the Zoom call in was kind of cool. Yeah. Um. That 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 was just interesting. I don't know what the sound. I don't know what type of audio. Was was played through that or what? Yeah, through this. Yeah. Actually, through the stadium. I'm not sure, yeah. but I I do think that that was a fantastic idea. Yeah. Um, I would love I would love for England to do that and then give have the audio play. If you have like some British guys, like I don't know, I fucking wanker. Yell at their kids too. Yeah. Tommy. Fucking the fucking hell! Give me a bit. Yeah, uh, uh, producer Gazic, you know, just on the Gazzic. Zoom call. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So um, I do like how how it works with the. You know, I'm not, I'm not one that's like, you know, you need the the cardboard cutouts or the the. I don't like. I don't like the idea of CGI fans. If you want to do the Zoom way, that's fine. But the CGI fan idea, I wasn't really. Um, no, it doesn't work. All I, that it's, for me, it's the audio. About. Yeah. For me, I, the audio is makes such a difference. While um, we're it, saying that, uh, coming from an audio medium. Yeah, big on audio. It's all about the audio. Um, yeah, I just like I don't like. I, I it is interesting to see like, you know, I I didn't realize that it was just for the broadcast. I kind of get that it's just for the broadcast. Um, you know, just leave. You know, because it's, it's not gonna like really. Enough. It just allows the, the the players can get down to business. They don't. There's no distractions on the outside, and it, it's going to be all about the team that is most in sync. Uh, you know, the atmosphere doesn't really dictate the game, which obviously sucks because you you want it to be able to do it sometimes because it adds for some surprising moments. But you know, the quality of the sport, the quality of the actual game play, is not going to go down without it yeah. and the quality of the viewing goes up when it's on the broadcast so 
Now, this is something like that, that I could do in post-production. But if we had a soundboard, you said in sync. I would just throw in a little, hey, hey. You know, but yeah, but we don't have a soundboard. Yeah. And I'm not doing it in post-production. So this is what you're actually getting. Um, maybe maybe Gaz, I can. Glad you, glad you went out of your way. <laughs> um, so there are a couple different things that, you know, the clubs have discussed and, you know, clubs are worried about as far as... Um, you know, what if the season has to stop again because of a second wave or a big outbreak among footballers? Um, and up it, this Sky Sports article um, is saying that up to 10 clubs want relegation scrapped if the season is curtailed. And um, hmm. I wonder what clubs those are. <laughs> uh, yes, 11th through 20th. Uh, interesting, interesting. No, but uh, I think that that probably is the right thing to do, but I don't know that they're actually going to do it because, of course, the EFL just announced that the championship is going to resume play. Um, ten, ten clubs. That's kind of crazy. Like, what the yeah. fuck? What, what is Crystal Palace worried about? I don't know. They're 12 points clear. Uh, well, we don't know that it's actually Crystal Palace. It could just be no, out of morale. I, you know. Yeah, that's Norwich, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Watford, and Man City. And Arsenal, Arsenal <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, can we not do relegation? <laughs> we don't want it. We don't want it. Um, no, I, and I, and I, I'm actually, yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Like, yeah. scrap relegation, but... But, I mean, if they're returning, if everything's coming back... And even if Liverpool lifts the title, take it away from them. Take it away from them. Glad we're on the same page. This is a Liverpool slander podcast. It has been. It has been. But now you you kind of... Over recent months, you've... It's been sort of a a fool's errand, considering they've won the Champions League and are up by 25 points in the Premier League a year that you said, this is Klopp's last year. Why you gotta bring receipts to the table, bro? <laughs> it's a delusional soccer podcast that we don't embrace our delusions. What are we? It was a prediction made a long time ago. Don't cite me on when it was. Um, so, any other uh, other things on your mind regarding the Premier League return? Um, well, I mean, it's good news the, that the, the, the latest round of testing... Um, Yielded no results. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, that, that's a positive. How I, I don't know how, I mean, there was, what, four cases last time they did it? Yeah. I think um, but, like, how often do they test? Because twice a week. Cases, so it's twice a week. So, so there's still... Those players like, that are getting, that had tested positive are no longer included in the next round of testing because they're in self-isolation. Right. So, so okay. So, okay. So, I guess they... But it's good that they have it. Basically, it's isolated now. Um, yeah, so that, I mean that's that's certainly a positive. Uh, I totally get why you know some games have to be played at neutral venues just because the, the nature of um, English football, the way like there's like the Merseyside derby, like we talked about, like people walk to the stadium. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they, away like, fans walk walk to yeah. the stadium. So like obviously like that's that's going to prevent large gatherings, um, especially when both teams are so close. Uh, so I totally get that. Um, obviously, like you know, there's so many things we can say. Oh, in a perfect world, it'd be like this. It'd be like this. It's not like we obviously have something that we have to deal with. Um, 
you know, still all, all the respect to the players who are deciding, no, I don't want to play. It's not worth my family's safety. It's not worth my own safety. Um, you know, like something came out with Ingolo Conte recently where it was like one of the teammates were talking about it. It was like he was he was sick a little bit. He had like he was sick during the pandemic. It was unrelated, but like that whole time it kind of affected him because like you're you're in fear that you might have it. So that's that sort of went into his decision not to do it. I believe he's now back training alone. Yeah. At at Cobham. So, but like. Do what is best for you and your family. We obviously, we have said time and time again, it shouldn't come back. It probably won't come back. We were wrong about it actually coming back. Uh, but it's just, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune in. We're going to watch it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for it to be back. I hope it's not, I hope we're overreacting. I hope people are overreacting. That's the biggest hope with this whole thing is you hope that Afterwards, you find out you were overreacting rather than find out yeah, how we... That meant you were prepared. Yeah. Um, so, I do want to discuss the, the the route that they've taken for the FA Cup. Um, now, there was a lot of thought that the FA Cup should be uh, finished at the end of the Premier League season when, when you could do it like... You know, we're in the quarterfinals now. There's only eight teams left. So, um, do it in a sort of World Cup type thing where it takes place over a, a week or eight a days, whatever, two. what, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it might be. Um, um, and instead they've decided to insert the cups along the, the, the cup games along with the, the schedule. So, um, the quarterfinals are going to be taking place, um, on the weekend of June the 27th. Um, the semifinals have been rescheduled for June 18th and 19th with the final uh, set to take place on the 1st of August. Um, do you think they went the right way, or do you think, you know, with all rules being kind of thrown out the window, do you think they should have gone for a, a different style? I, I prefer the first thing you said, the first idea. Just do it after the season. Yeah. Because there's different regulations, different, you know, different things that go into it. Um and yeah, honestly, it would kind of spice up the FA Cup a little bit. I mm-hmm. like the idea of it being like, okay, like it's like you watch the game, it's like, okay, it always just feels like a one-off game, but like it doesn't feel like it's part of a tournament. Yeah. Whereas you do it at the end of the season, it would feel like, oh, it's almost like, it's almost like, I mean, we're I'm an American sports fan. We're American sports fans. So like we're used to seeing it where a full season plays out and then you have the playoffs. And that's what that would feel like, which yeah. would be totally, totally okay with. Um, yeah, but I'm, again, if they can do it properly, then whatever, fine. But I, prefer, I would prefer it the other way. Yeah. And we're also going to get into, you know, a point where the Champions League and the Europa League are going to take place in August. Right. Crazy to think that the so final was that, supposed to be, what, like the other day. Yeah. I mean, it was, the final. it was on this day last year that, uh, mm-hmm. Liverpool beat Tottenham in the... Uh, Champions League final. Anytime I get to say that sentence, it makes me a little bit happy. Um, so, so yeah. So I think we're gonna see the Champions League kind of do that, have that playoff tournament feel. But I think that the FA Cup, I think with that they missed out on that opportunity. Um, 
because, you know, say teams were in both, there's going to be still that buffer period because um, if you don't have these FA Cup games in there, then there's no need to, you know, go an extra however many weeks you're going to go. You would have done, you know, a 10, maybe 10 day finish of the FA Cup um, mm-hmm. from the quarterfinals to the final. And then if the teams are in the Champions League, fine. If not, your season's over whenever whenever you're knocked out or if you lift the trophy and, and you know, um, you start your actual break. Um, have they? F- yeah. Have they fully released the schedule for? They have the remainder not. Of the season? They have okay. not. Yeah, we have the we fun. have the um, tentative yeah, first I'm, weekend. Um, yeah. Just along with goes. along with the two uh, with the two uh, matches to start that are the games in hand. Yeah. So probably just a good way of testing to see how it. How it goes. Yeah. Um, so, let me let me find what what this is and yeah. I mean, so one one, one, one last positive, thing. One yeah. last thing I want to get into. Um, okay. The um, do to here it is. Fixtures and schedule ahead. Okay. So I accidentally closed this. The they are going to be kicking off matches all at different times. I think that's an awesome idea. So. The weekend matches yeah. will be scheduled as follows, all times BST. Uh, so you'll have Friday night, then you'll have... Your favorite. So I'm going to go by Eastern Standard Time here, because fuck the West I'll Coast. I'll do the math. I got it. I'll do the um, math. So Friday at 8, 8 p.m. there is what? So it'll be Friday at 3 here. Mm-hmm. Um, then Saturday we'll have 7.30. We'll have 10... We'll have twelve thirty, and we'll have three. Okay. So four matches on Saturday. Then on Sundays it will be seven a.m., nine a.m., eleven thirty, and two. Mm. And then Mondays at three. Okay. Midweek matches are gonna, um, because there they there will be some midweek um games. There, there'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday um, at 1 and 3, I believe. Yeah, 1 and 3. So I think that idea is That's probably the, right, the yeah. best right part right. about this restart. Yeah. No concurrent matches. So if you want to sit down and watch 10 Premier League matches... In a single weekend, it's fucking possible. Pardon, partner, French, partner, French, partner, French. Yeah, no, it's not because you said seven thirty, so I would have to wake up at four thirty to watch one of them. You would be going what four thirty all the way through to the what was the final one? Three o'clock. So so twelve four thirty to noon. So four thirty to that, two because the, you know you'd actually have to watch yeah. the match. Yeah, that's watching. <laughs> no, I just tuned in. Okay, I watched it. I watched five. That's it's it. like a net, It's like a Netflix movie. You watch ten seconds of it, it counts as being viewed for their analytics. Fair enough. Um, so the first weekend we have um, Chelsea traveling uh, away to Villa Park face Aston Villa. Bournemouth hosts. Is that uh, at seven? Is that at four thirty? <laughs> uh, the. Times have not been confirmed, so the the can't date and time it. has not been confirmed. Can't wait yet. for it to be at four thirty. I'm gonna be pissed because um, I will get up. I know you will. Uh, Bournemouth and Crystal Palace, um, Brighton host Arsenal, 
then you know Everton and Liverpool will see what the venue is for that one. Yeah, um, it's it's, gonna a, be, it's, it's scheduled a, to be Goodison Park, but it's going to be Chelsea or Arsenal. Chelsea yeah. or Arsenal are going to be four thirty. Um, Man City, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace. Yeah, no way, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, seven <laughs> thirty. Well, that might change. I feel like. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. It it won't matter because none of them, none of the matches are concurrent, so they're not gonna say you know we need to show this club exclusively. Right. That's what I was just about to say. Like, yeah, normally it's like the Arsenal or like Chelsea playing a smaller club, but they get the seven thirty because that's the only game on. Yeah. So they won't have to do that. So. Um, Man City host Burnley. Newcastle host Sheffield United. Norwich host Southampton. Tottenham host Man United, Watford host Leicester, yeah. and lastly, yeah. West Ham host Wolves. Yeah, let's hope that they schedule it uh, properly, um, and it's not like what they normally do. It's like, hey guys, we got a lot of games going on, so like it's going to be Chelsea, they're going to be playing at 4.30am Pacific time, but don't worry, you got your prime time game. Manchester City versus Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> In the Etihad. Yeah. You ready? We're going to do this, and then we're going to go uh, <laughs> Chelsea at 4.30. Next match will be uh, Yeovil facing Sheffield. I don't know why they're playing, yeah. but they're, yeah. it's, what, it's what we're <laughs> doing. I, I don't make the rules. That's what my notes <laughs> yeah, say. Peace, Sheffield, is not playing. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, we, oh, we have two weeks until it comes back? Two weeks. Two weeks. So, so like, well, like, yeah, I, we're talking about it coming back next week. I'm sure we'll get into more of the specifics of each match. Um, if there's any developments over the past week or whatever, and we can start making predictions about what we think is going to happen. And then we can start talking about uh, Premier League again. Yeah. Um, do you even want to talk about the Bundesliga, or should we just fucking sign off? Um, I I mean, like, n- like not right now, I don't. Next yeah. week we can talk about it. We'll talk about, I think, half. We'll do half Bundesliga, and a little update on that. and then. But the Bundesliga is over. It's yeah. not. Bayern have won the Bundesliga. Yeah. The, um, the drama in that is is, is gone. Is gone. Uh, one uh, thing I will say: shout out to um, Jaden Sancho, Weston McKinney, uh, Akraf Hakimi, and one more guy. I cannot remember who who was it that took a knee after scoring. Um, dun, dun, really dun, 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 um, so dun, I, you you look that up. I mean, right now the. Bundesliga will have to just keep an eye on uh, fourth and fifth place. Marcus Turan. Marcus Turan, okay. Because Leipzig are one point behind Leverkusen with a game in hand. Um, that's really the only exciting thing that we have left because Bayern have, have gone seven points clear. And Dortmund have sort of separated themselves from Gladbach a little bit. They have a four-point cushion right now. Not that that can't change, but it's really that fourth and fifth uh, slot that they'll be looking out for but other than that the Bundesliga is going to kind of just finish as usual unfortunately but we have the Premier League back now so we're not going to have to worry about a, a clandestine ending to a, a, a sports season yeah um, one quick thing before we sign off Schalke lost 1-0 to uh, 17th placed Werder Bremen Schalke still have not scored a goal since returning we have picked a club in absolute chaos. Absolute disarray. But uh, on that note, we'll we'll get more into that later. Hopefully the next time we talk, they will have at least found a way to get that circle ball across the white line. Um, although it doesn't seem uh, 
to be all that likely at this point. Um, but you know, let's let's finish it off. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Footy Ado. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Footy Ado. Uh, make sure you also follow us um, on Twitter at Ilto8Prod. On Instagram at Ilto8Productions. Um, Footy Ado is now officially an Ilto8 production, um, which we um, are excited to, yeah. to bring you a a couple different podcasts weekly. Yeah. Um, Jared, as always. Justice for George. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>